Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. In the world of Hollywood, you should never say never. If something was popular, then it can become popular again. And as a result, we've seen a bunch of belated sequels trying to reignite older franchises. And while some of these made use of the extended time gap perfectly, I'm thinking Blade Runner 2049 for instance, others, even if they were a good movie, came so late that the stories they were telling just felt far too overdue to make sense. I'm Josh from WhatCulture.com and these are eight movies released way too late to make sense. Number 8. Blues Brothers 2000 Released 18 years after The Blues Brothers was the surprise critical and commercial comedy hit of 1980, and 16 years after the death of its star, John Belushi, Blues Brothers 2000 was an odd choice, to put it lightly. However, written once again by Dan Aykroyd and John Landis, and directed once again by Landis, with most of the cast reprising their roles and an almost identical plot, if you can call it that, the film is clearly an attempt to pull off the same magic trick. Sadly, it fell short in every conceivable way. Bringing in a kid is just the laziest plot device imaginable for one, and it felt like an attempt at a victory lap way too late. The sense of plotlessness was fine for the original movie, I mean, The Blues Brothers was an extended skit, filmed wildly over budget and over schedule that was held together by great charisma and even greater tunes. All the sequel had to offer though was a series of celebrity cameos, a soundtrack that couldn't measure up to the classics, and a car chase only interesting interested in adding extra cars to the original's audacious third act pileup. Two decades after the Blues Brothers surpassed all expectations, Blues Brothers 2000 failed to meet even one. Number 7. Return to Oz Released a gobsmacking 46 years after The Wizard of Oz, there was no way in the world that Return to Oz was going to mimic, well, anything about that original movie. And to be fair, aside from Dorothy's Return to Oz, which is of course telegraphed just a smidge by the title, it doesn't really even try. It remains the only film that Walter Murch, one of cinema's most celebrated film editors and sound designers, ever actually directed. And he was smart enough to make Return to Oz a return to the original books. He created a dark fantasy movie with no songs, no technical dancing about, and a bleak, creepy approach to the story and production design. So in a way, it's a great adaptation and certainly an interesting film, but it's also an absolutely lousy sequel, produced decades too late to capitalise on any of the things that people loved about the original movie, so much so that the filmmaker didn't even try. Sadly, that horrible disconnect from one of the most watched and most loved movies in cinema history was reflected in the reviews at the time, which didn't really know what to make of it, and the box office where it failed to recoup even half of its modest budget. Number 6. The Incredibles 2 
In the 14 years between The Incredibles and Incredibles 2, the superhero genre absolutely conquered the world. Fortunately, Incredibles 2 was more than ready to live up to this boom, and made twice as much money as The Incredibles, and also debuted to near universal acclaim. Hell, I even personally love it, so how does Incredibles 2 make it anywhere near this list? Well, it's simple, because it follows directly on from the original. The Incredibles and Incredibles 2 form one story in two parts, kind of like Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame, but the thing is, The Incredibles was initially constructed as a standalone story, with its threads being resolved. Originally, the Underminer's appearance at the end of The Incredibles showcased the family, having spent the entire movie divided, finally working as a proper team. It was an open ending, sure, but it wasn't necessarily a cliffhanger, because there were no plans for an immediate sequel to show what happened next. Yet, despite the huge gap in time, Incredibles 2 makes the storytelling choice to show exactly what happened next anyway. Likewise, the sequel continues character arcs that were completed 14 years earlier, and the overarching plot about superheroes clashing with the state is resurrected in the sequel, restoring a conflict that the first film had already resolved. The Incredibles was never intended to have an immediate narrative continuation, and it makes no sense that after over a decade, Brad Bird and Pixar chose to go that route as if no time had passed at all. Number 5. The Godfather Part 3 in 2008, veteran filmmaker Francis Ford Coppola admitted that he'd never actually intended to make the first sequel to his 1972 classic The Godfather, let alone a third movie. And after striking yet more critical and commercial gold with Part 2 in 1974, as far as he was concerned, there was no more to say. The story of Michael Corleone was complete. When the director finally relented, it wasn't for artistic reasons though. It was because his studio was bankrupt, in trouble, and hadn't had a hit in nearly a decade. The result then, released 16 years after part 2, is brilliant in patches because, I mean, even mediocre Coppola is still Coppola at the end of the day. However, it's also wordy, histrionic, and rushed. I mean, Coppola was obligated to deliver the film for release by Christmas 1990, and it absolutely showed. For instance, when Winona Ryder was forced to pull out, he cast his inexperienced daughter Sophia in her place largely just because it would save time. Worse still, you can tell that there was no real drive for the story to make it in the first place. After 16 years of trying, it wasn't the smash hit movie that Paramount wanted and it didn't really feel like the movie that Coppola had wanted to make either. And had he not been in such financial peril, he probably wouldn't have touched it with a barge pole at all. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Number four, The Rage Carry 2. Released 23 years after Brian De Palma's classic 1976 Stephen King adaptation, The Rage Carry 2 showcases an identical plot to the original movie about an alienated telekinetic teenager with a mentally unstable mother snapping and massacring her peers. Not only that, but the team in question, Rachel Lang, is revealed to be Carrie's half-sister. I guess those brain powers are just hereditary. The thing is though, Carrie as a movie is a tragedy. It's a story about an isolated, abused kid who wreaks a terrifying revenge on her thoughtless peers and teachers. That wasn't how teen slashers in the 90s worked though, and The Rage arrived in the post-scream slasher revitalization, when audiences expected the teenage cast to be murdered in increasingly gory and inventive ways, and the hero to be a resilient, powerful final girl. So essentially, Carrie 2 tries to have its cake and eat it as well, positioning Rachel as both the final girl and the spree killer. Rachel doesn't enter a fugue state like her sister did, she chooses to stalk and execute her class mates in various imaginative vicious scenarios, enjoying every minute of it basically. And the film wants us to enjoy it too, given how long it spends setting these kids up as sociopathic little monsters. Number 3. Independence Day Resurgence it's hard to overstate just how popular the original Independence Day was. The peak disaster movie of the 90s, the alien invasion flick stormed the box office and became a beloved home DVD staple for decades after it hit theatres. Unsurprisingly, a sequel was on and off the table for years, until it finally materialised 20 years after that first movie in 2016. It wasn't without difficulty though. Will Smith, an absolute pillar of the original flick, didn't return and thus was written out, his character killed off in an insulting throwaway manner. In some ways, Independence Day Resurgence does try to have its extended interim make sense. It introduces us to a new generation of characters and attempts to pass the torch on. Where it fails, though, is how stagnant the returning characters are and how little they actually get to do. The sequel almost seems scared to be a proper sequel, and attempts to be something more of a quasi-reboot rather than a straight follow-up. It sadly fails to be either though, made too late to be a satisfying continuation of the original and too soon to be a straight reboot that works on its own merits. Number 2. Black Widow there are a lot of things wrong with the first film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe's Phase 4, but by far the biggest complaint is that it is pretty much completely inconsequential. Black Widow arrives as a prequel set just after Captain America Civil War because the character of course died in 2019's Avengers Endgame, two years before this movie was released. The MCU is a franchise that's made its name on everything being connected, yet nothing here really connects to anything else. No other Avengers share the screen with her, no other reference has ever been made to the events of this film, and apparently all of this deeply personal drama means nothing to Natasha herself, because she never mentions it again. That sense of meaningless extends to the central conflict as well, and the flick creates unfinished business for Natasha which was previously thought to be finished, then has her finish it again and kinda just peters out. Still, this is a character who absolutely deserved their own movie, and had Disney greenlit a Black Widow movie a decade ago or seven years ago or whenever, it would have meant something, and it would have meant something more than this odd insignificant coda to a founding Avengers story. Obviously, the wait has been extended due to it being delayed due to the pandemic, but that's not even really in contention here. Even without that delay, if it came out last year in 2020, it still would have felt the same way. Number 1. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull 
All of the problems with Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull could have been fixed by simply making it 10 or 15 years earlier. Harrison Ford was 39 years old when Raiders of the Lost Ark was released in 1981. He was 42 when Temple of Doom released in 84, and 47 when The Last Crusade came out in 1989. 12 years younger than Sean Connery was who played his father, by the way. So it would have been possible to give us a fourth Indiana Jones movie sometime in the 90s without it feeling too stretched. It could have been set during World War II, thereby allowing the Nazis, Indy's perennial punching bags, to play a villain once more instead of the Russians. It would have negated the need for a torch-passing moment with Indy's successor, and at the very least, that successor wouldn't have been played by Shia LaBeouf, and it would have had practical effects instead of that god-awful CGI. At least you'd hope, unless they did like the Scorpion King or something. Instead though, 19 years after The Last Crusade, we got a 66-year-old Harrison Ford playing a 60-year-old Indiana Jones stumbling around the Amazon looking for UFOs. He's hoping that Indiana Jones 5 manages to be more substantial than this was. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.